Welcome to the Success Sensei Podcast for anyone interested in success, happiness, and balance. We'll teach you how to be a black belt at life. And now, your host, former professional fighter, multiple world champion, entrepreneur, and investor, Robert Devan. Bowing in. This is Roundhouse Rob, the success sensei, helping you to win at life one kick and punch at a time. Episode 230. Ditch your large house dream. Welcome to the main event. It's the Success Sensei Podcast main event. Ditch your large house dream. Before we get into this episode, I just wanted to wish everybody a happy new year. This is the very first episode of 2021. I hope you've all had a good break. I hope that you've recharged your batteries. Yes, I know freedoms were a little bit taken away and restricted this Christmas, but I hope that over the Christmas and the New Year's festivities, you were able to recharge your batteries and come at 2021 a little bit more positive than perhaps we ended 2020. It was a tough year, so let's try to improve upon that and get a little bit of momentum. Um, the Success Sensei episodes will now be coming once a week. I was doing three a week and you know what? It was just too much of a workload because it's very hard to fit it in. I'm concentrating a lot um, on my own personal life, my own family life, my own business and my own investments. And I just found that the Success Sensei episodes doing three a week anyway where um, where they were just taken away from all these other areas and it was hard to squeeze it in. And I don't want to reduce what I think is the quality of them, and but I don't want to stop them altogether. So I'm going to come at you once a week. I will at the end of every month do uh, an extra two. So I will at the end of every month do a starting round episode and a Friday Blitz episode. So the last week of every month, you will get your three. So hopefully you're still going to enjoy them. Hopefully you'll increase the quality of them as well, not doing them as frequently. But I'm sure you understand life is busy. Your life is busy. My life is busy. It's hard to squeeze everything in. And one one a week, I think, will be the perfect balance from here on in. So thank you for everyone that's given me the advice on that when I was thinking, what will I do going forward? How will I manage it? How will I keep squeezing it in? That was the advice. Thank you. I listened. Okay, let's get cracking. Ditch your large house dream. So if you're like me, um, during the break, when you had time in your hands, you were probably excessively looking at the property websites. Maybe you weren't. Maybe you were. The Irish ones being daft and my home. Um, the, obviously, the ones in your country will be different. But if you found yourself looking and daydreaming and window shopping about property, this kind of episode is for you as well. So you have to figure out first of all why do you want a large house why do you want a large house a lot of our goals are linked to we want a big mansion or a big house why why is that stop trying to impress others let's let's put a full stop on that right now it's about impressing yourself it's about doing what you want it's not about doing what you think is going to impress other people because you won't impress them anyway um 
the people that you're trying to impress, you know, they mightn't even care about you anyway. You mightn't even care about them. Why are you bothering trying to impress them? The ones that are impressed by you are already impressed by you. They're already close family and friends. So you don't need to impress them by trying to uh, envision or set a goal for yourself of having a large house um, to impress other people. You know, it's futile. It doesn't make sense. So is it is it financially smart to want a massive house. Well, we'll get to that in a second. But it's smarter and it's definitely financially smarter to just want enough. And what's enough is down to you. But enough. You don't want to have too much. You don't want to have too little. Enough. The right amount. The perfect amount. You might have heard the word enough and you thought, well, that's not a satisfactory word. But what about perfect? The enough can be the perfect amount. So, The largest non-income producing purchase in your life is your home. Um, Now, arguably, obviously, some people might message me and say, oh, well, I make an income from my home. Right. Very few people do. But regardless of that, it's generally the largest purchase in your life. And not only the largest purchase, but the largest non-income producing purchase in your life. In other words, it is not an asset. It is your largest liability. So an asset makes you money. A liability costs you money. Why not purchase more of a house than you need? Why not purchase a mansion with a massive driveway and several wings? Why not? Well, let's let's go through through it. And if you genuinely decide at the end of it that you still want it, then you fire away. I'm not trying to take your dream away from you. I'm just trying to balance it out and make sure that it is the actual dream that you want. I wouldn't begrudge anybody from having a massive house, but if it reduces the quality of your lifestyle, then it's not an intelligent thing to do. Okay, first of all, it ties up too much money. So you basically miss out on future opportunities. If everything you have is invested in your house, it's very risky. Um, You're certainly not financially secure and it ties up too much of your money. It's expensive to heat. If you have 100 bedrooms or 100 rooms or whatever Mac Mansion you have, it's going to be very, very expensive to heat it. Um, I was watching one of those property shows recently and I had a massive mansion. I think it was, I, I don't know, it was several hundred pounds sterling to heat it every single day. So imagine purchasing this this house, managing to scrape everything you have to, to, together to purchase a house and not having enough money to heat it. It has happened quite a few times in history and the stories of people having to use the floorboards to try to, yes, the floor that was down, the actual floorboards in the house to try to heat the house during bad times or downturns of the economy. Next one, it's very time consuming to clean. If you have difficulty cleaning your bedroom, if you have difficulty keeping your office desk clean, then you're going to have a difficulty decluttering and keeping clean a massive house. Keep that in mind, which basically means you might need a cleaner you might also need a gardener so now you're having to employ people you're having to give wages and job security to people to run your house if you don't have a large enough income to sustain that type of a lifestyle because you're purchasing a lifestyle you're not just purchasing a house then again it could be a large mistake you will pay higher property tax you will pay higher management fees um, if management fees are applicable 
you definitely will pay higher maintenance fees, higher insurance fees. Um, it leads to higher expenses all around in every aspect of your life. So for example, if you have a massive house, a big mansion, a big driveway, are you going to put a banger of a car in your driveway? I do know, by the way, of, of um, some uh, apartment developments um, in this country, and I'm sure it's the same in your country, where the management companies resist um, residents parking work vehicles, so parking their vans within the complex. It's not something that, even though you own the actual unit, the management companies are, are not allowing you to park your van if they don't think it's it's fitting to be uh, in the in the apartment complex. Um, so they're, they're fine with cars, I presume, or yeah, all types of cars, but they don't want a work van blocking it up or they don't want a work van. So you've purchased this and you're not able to, to park your, your work vehicle that you're using to um, make the money to pay for this property you're not allowed to park it there so with a larger house you're going to do that yourself so you're going to you're going to self um uh you're basically going to make that rule for yourself more than likely because you're not going to want to have your van or your or your old vehicle you're going to also want to increase the expenses and purchase a nice vehicle that's befitting of your mansion um it's the same with the food in your house are you going to shop at Aldi or little um in case a neighbor calls around and you've suddenly got you know stuff in your house that could be seen to be of a discounted nature if you're living that kind of lifestyle you're probably not going to want to do that um rightly or wrongly I'm not judging I'm just stating the case that once you're in that lifestyle of that massive house it can affect absolutely everything that you open your wallet to pay for. A massive house can be lonelier um, if you're not with someone to share it or, you, or there's not plenty of people in that house to share it with you. It could be a lonely place, especially if you're not using all the rooms and you've got rooms locked up. Um, eventually, you could be forced to downsize. So what was the point anyway? Um, you may as well lived in, in a house that was that was adequate, that was enough that you were able to actually live in and utilise every bit of space without it feeling too small. You're able to uh, utilise every room. Um, you could be house rich but cash poor. And yes, that is a thing. You it, It's very easy for you to... Um, have the appearance of of a nice lifestyle, but not have the the bank account to back it up. So house rich but cash poor. And um, this country is littered with mansions that the owners must open to the public in order to receive government handouts and government money to help maintain the property because they cannot afford to do so themselves anymore. So historically, old houses. Um, that have that have been in families for generations have to really re-envision their status and as I said open the door to the public maybe it's only every month I don't know what the stipulations are but they have to do it in order to to get the handouts to enable them to be able to maintain the, the homes because their family wealth or lack of family wealth is not allowing them to do it anymore. So in other words, your circumstances could change. So you've bought this massive house and you're relying on everything. Work. That's like a fighter saying, once I win my next fight and then I win the fight after that and I win the fight after that and I win the fight after that and I keep winning the fights, then I become the champion. But unfortunately for the majority of people, it doesn't work like that and there's going to be some losses, there's going to be some downturns, there's going to be unforeseen events. 
Also, remember, if you've mortgaged the house, the larger the house, the larger repayment amount. So depending on what your interest rate is, you could be paying back double the value of the house that uh, of the price that you agreed. And um, by the time you factor in the interest, it could be more than that as well, depending, as I said, depending on the interest. So I guess... What I'm trying to say is the moral of the story is use and enjoy every part of your house. No waste. I'm not saying reduce your dreams. I am saying use your finances to fund what you really, really want. Definitely don't undersell yourself. I'm not saying buy a tiny house, but I'm just saying really think about if a massive house is what you're looking for. It's what's sold to us by media all the time. We're brainwashed to think, you know, that is the sign of somebody who is successful. But Warren Buffett is a perfect example, lives in a modest house and, and has billions. Um, so you don't have to live in a billionaire's house and have zero so keep that in mind when you're setting out your goals especially for 2021 everybody is different you decide for you don't just buy into this false dream because the media is selling it to you and me and all of us let me know what kind of a house you're interested in what's on your goals i would love to hear from you this year hit me up anytime make sure you check out the successsensei.com thank you for listening i'm roundhouse rob the success sensei life is a fight you can enjoy Joy and win. Bowing out. This has been the Success Sensei, fighting the winning fight. So add us, subscribe, like, and comment. Keep those hands up and keep moving forward.